Hang on, I gotta get my script up. Even though I should probably know the script and probably shouldn't actually just be reading script for script, but it helps. Once you feel comfortable, you can go off script, it'll be fine. It's just in case I forget what I'm gonna say. Alright, I'm gonna start in like now. Hello and welcome to As Chest, a podcast. Uh, let me start that again. <laughs> I said yeah. As Chest. That's is it a podcast as well? You said podcast. Yeah, I know. I was thinking about uh, my, my brain was Pogs. like my brain just kept asking, "Why did you say chest?" And then I just forgot to say bud. All right. <laughs> Hello and welcome to As Chess, a podcast dedicated to the categorization of random topics as chess pieces. As always, I'm your co-host Matt, and with me today is Jake, Jeremy, and Steph. How you guys going this week? Bad. Good. No, bad. Not throwing up. No, not not throwing <laughs> up from taking up too much stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, Matt? How's your mental health? <laughs> I think I'm fine. Crippling. Yeah, I, I think I'm fine. My body's like, no, stop. So, but we don't need to talk about me throwing up. Who needs bodies? Yeah, yeah if I could Agreed. download my. So yeah, yeah, download your intellect into a computer. I think there'll be no throwing up. That's where we're headed. Mm, I've already started. <laughs> I'm letting one brain cell a day. It's... Yes, because my brain cells are so big. <laughs> Strangely enough, we're not a cyborg podcast. Uh, Jeremy, do you want to tell people what we actually do? Well, unlike our bodies, which are turning into robots, we're trying to turn this world into chess, one topic at a time, where each week we take a deep dive into a specific topic, going through each of the chess pieces and arguing what we think best embodies that piece from the topic. By the end of the episode, we should come to some agreements and have created the ultimate chessboard for this topic. Great, yeah, well said. So, Steph, today's topic is a pretty important one for probably a lot of us. Why don't you um, tell everyone what that is? We're not far off the mark with this um, you know, newfangled technology mm. and the future of humans. Um, we're looking at Star Wars, but specifically the movies. But they, they have to be theatrical release movies. Cool. So sequels, prequels, um, some of the standalones. No Christmas special. Yeah, no Christmas special. Yeah. <laughs> or TV shows, so no um, Clone Wars, Kenobi, and or stuff like that. We'll cover that another time. <laughs> uh, yes, definitely, because there there's some really cool things there. Uh, so Jake... Yes. Star Wars. Is that a thing that you were into or not really? Or how, how do you feel? Like? Yeah, not really. Kind of trash. Um, uh, no, I like Star Wars very, very much. Uh, preferably mostly the Legos. Yes. I'll do anything for Star Wars. Legos. Yes. Anything. There was a period of time where Jake and I, after high school, we started getting our first paychecks rolling in and we dedicated our time to ripping off children for Star Wars Lego. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I made so much monies. Oh, when COVID hit, oh, I was like the meth dealer. Like, actually, Coke dealer, because Coke's hard to get <laughs> of Star Wars Lego, because everybody wanted Lego. And I was just ripping people off left, right, and center, driving the prices yeah. up. Some people were unemployed. They're like, please, sir, please, I won't be able to feed my family. I'm like, do you want to build the Imperial class Venator or not? I do. I really do. Give me the money. Jesus, a lot of the people listening to this episode who've come here because of Star Wars are going to be really mad with you after hearing that. They're looking at the Lego on their shelf and like, wait, it wasn't worth that much? No, it wasn't. They fell for consumerism and uh, marketing schemes by myself. So So it's just teaching them to be better humans. Yes, it's a a life lesson. I like to think of of Jake and I, we we are opposite sides of the force because I bought 
my Lego and I've I've kept it. I haven't ripped off anybody, so <laughs> Jake's dark side Lego collector, I'm light side Lego collector. I'd like to think about it that so way. So beautiful. <laughs> uh Jeremy, what's your feeling about Star Wars? Um yeah, I'm a big fan. I haven't used it to exploit anyone, but yeah, I <laughs> enjoy the movies and yeah, even some of the books and stuff and yeah, the I'll, greatest Star Wars universe and I mean credit where credit's your Timothy's on and all these Thrawn stuff yeah. is incredible. So yeah, like Air, Air yeah. to the Empire, really good. Steph, how do you feel about Star Wars? Yeah, so I I grew up with it. We had the VHS oh, um, when I was a kid, and like Dad kept updating the the trilogies that we had every time they released a new version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, like went to the went to the movies to see the the prequels, which because I was pretty young, like I loved them because they were just so yeah. Like, over the top and very I feel like a lot of the especially the Gungans really childish and like kids just love them <laughs> yeah like Jar Jar Binks when you were like 10 years old was so cool oh, I, re- I distinctly remember <laughs> my dad coming home one night with a Jar Jar Binks t-shirt for me and I was over the moon like I, it was a glow-in-the-dark Jar Jar t-shirt and I was like ecstatic about getting that so yeah oh. like I, children of the 90s love the prequels it's, it's hard not to yeah yeah yeah, I think we kind of like grew up with Anakin as well because I think we were roughly the same age as um, uh, Hayden Christensen. Christian Hayden Christensen. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think so. just to distinct, I I think I was a little bit younger. Like when uh, when um, Revenge of the Sith came out, I was ten. Oh yeah, so okay. I was definitely a little, yeah, bit, yeah. <laughs> a little younger than Hayden Christensen. There, yeah, and then well, yeah, was... I'm younger again, so I actually don't remember seeing them at the movies at all. Really? Oh man, you guys are making me show my age. <laughs> I, I remember <laughs> sitting at the much. movies and um, in Attack of the Clones, and they're going up the elevator, Obi Wan and Anakin, and, and they talk about this nest of Gundarks. And I remember my mum laughing, and I thought, "How does she know what that is? I don't even know what that is." But she was laughing at like my brother, who was very young and fell asleep. But I just. <laughs> That's the beginning of the movie. Like he's already asleep, and I was like, "Oh my god, she she gets it." I, don't know, I didn't know she loved Star Wars that much, though. <laughs> I would have been so disappointing to find out. Yeah, she had no idea. I asked her after the movie, "What, what was the gun duck? Is that some sort of adult thing?" She's like, "No, no, no." Like, okay, um, yeah. Oh, actually, I also um, I read the um, Attack of the Clones novel. Mm. I can't remember who the author was, but. I, I loved like it wasn't like particularly good, but it did have an explanation as to why um uh Uncle Owen? No 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 I can't remember. Legs. Yeah. Yeah. And how he lost his legs. And that scene stuck with me because I think I was quite young. Right, it. okay. It was really like quite graphic and like, wow, I don't think I needed that part of the history, but that's stuck. Yeah, it's now. really cool. Obviously the law we built that's probably decanonized by Disney, thank you. Um, Kathleen Kennedy. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Thank thanks, thanks <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, look, I, I think I'm pretty similar with you guys. I definitely grew up on Star Wars. I remember being babysat by my grandma and, uh, you know, she had the Greek channel or Star Wars VHSs. So I think I used to go there and just watch um, Empire Strikes Back religiously. Um, so that was, yeah, that was my childhood. And obviously just grew up with, with everything. You know, I had every Star Wars toy conceivable. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's definitely ingrained as, as part of parts of who I am. It's just, yeah, based around that. So it's a pretty heavy topic with uh, an extremely divided fan base, I think we can say, in the last few years with the Disney era stuff coming out. And there's, yeah, there's a lot of divide between what people like and, um, you know, what people cling on to in the past. So I, th- I think this one's going to be a little bit divisive, what we, what we go with here. Um, but like always, our, it's, these are just our opinions. And if you don't agree with us, then 
You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. That's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't stop listening to us. Then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Just tell us why we're wrong on Facebook. Engage with us. Um, yeah. And just hate on me. <laughs> well, we we could fight you depending on the mood we're in. <laughs> yeah, we could. We could try. Um, that's what we want to encourage. Obviously, more verbal and physical violence. That's, that's like, <laughs> clearly what we're here to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what the world needs. Yeah. <laughs> just don't let me get my hands on stationery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the most killy thing. So I think we we need to make a start. Um, Jake, which piece do you want to start with? Let's go with night. Okay, cool. All right, why don't you start us off? What do you have there for night? Well, well, I thought I was just picking the piece. Um, <laughs> More work. Surprise. Yeah, exactly right. Night's a surprise piece. Yeah. Moves in a weird way. Yeah. Can surprise you if you're not very well trained. Yep. And I think the movie I selected for night surprised everybody, and it was Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. It took that focus away from... It was our first sort of introduction to that realism sort of look at the everyday life of, well, normal people. Yeah, boots on the ground. Not focused around Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, normal people, and which they've done now with their Andor series and so on. But it just, that insight and the realism of just how powerful the actual Sith and people who wield the Force was through the eyes of um, those normal boots on the ground people like matt said and i think that just it just like the night came out of nowhere and activated everybody yeah and especially that last scene oh, oh the vader scene yeah <laughs> oh the vader scene oh rock hard mate um, <laughs> there goes yeah, our funding even, scene, <laughs> even the scene where he like the the experimental um laser and they just blow up a city yeah Jedi. Just, yeah they blow up Jedi city. oh it's awesome it's just like it, like I couldn't, I couldn't. Oh no, I won't say I couldn't fault it. There was one fault. The one fault Vader's in Vader's yeah. throne room when he to- chokes him. Is oh, what's the guy's name again? Krennic, I'm Krennic. forgetting. Um, Krennic, and he says, "Don't choke on your aspirations." Yeah, I'm like, bro, why, <laughs> why, why did you need that? Just the choke enough, and then. The let go with nothing said would have been much more powerful than stupid line. Yeah, less is more sometimes, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, less Puns is more. Are just not for villains in yeah. this. No, <laughs> no, no, no especially like no, no one's Star ever Wars. made. Star Wars has never made like. There's been no like puns from any of the Sith. They're all pretty serious. Like, no, this, to me, this one felt kind of innocuous. It wasn't like a really on the nose pun. Like, I don't know. Divisive. Divisive. Oh, <laughs> the fan base is divided again over a pun. Oh. Uh, yeah, you've destroyed the... <laughs> uh, I, actually, I'm going to look for an edited version where someone edits out the pun. <laughs> totally could find that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steph. Be a new yeah. box set with no puns. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Steph, you seem to agree with Jake with Rogue One there at night. Yeah, this doesn't happen often. But yeah, <laughs> I went with Rogue One as well. Yeah. Um, that could be... Um, maybe revealing my hand, but it's the only one in my list that wasn't a main um, storyline yep. movie, yep. Um, which is why I've put it as the night. Like it, it's still up there, and I think yeah, it came out of left field. It was really good when everyone's like, oh, you know, it's just Disney trying to make more money with all these backstories, but they've done a good job. It's it an was amazing great. job. Yeah, good characters, good story. Um, great cast as well, actually. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Diego um, Luna, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh my god. Alan yeah. Tudyk That's as K2SO is. Yes, <laughs> Alan. I love Alan. Yeah. I was so happy to see he was doing another voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, no, great, great cast. So yeah, that's that's on my night. Just being like not a mainline movie, but still like good enough to be on the board. Yeah, I I'm just gonna take a step here, Jeremy. I'll throw it to you because I actually agree yeah, with Rogue One. That's what I had. As Ooh, night okay. Yeah, it's this um, movie that's not actually. So when you talk about the night, it does something different. It it moves weirder. It's something unexpected. So I went with Rogue One, being the unexpected, the the weird piece. In the lot because it's not the mainline film doesn't have a title crawl um which which makes it odd compared to the rest um you know not, not including solo obviously that doesn't have a title crawl either but yeah and it's this um out of left field film that will catch you unawares and you know really surprise a lot of people with the with the quality and the depth of the characters and the, and the storyline itself which is really cool um i'll wait for jeremy to go i'm worried i think with star wars it's so established in our culture in the zeitgeist that I think we, we are possibly going to marry a lot of our ideas together. So if Jeremy doesn't have an other option, I, I did think how to be weird. If Jeremy doesn't have Rogue One, we're lynching. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I thought how to be weird with my piece. I thought I, I'm going to try and, if need be, play devil's advocate for different pieces just to offer that well, counterpoint. But Jeremy, go ahead. Well, lucky you've got me here. Okay, so. yes. what do you have? <laughs> I see, I also focus on kind of the differentness. Yeah. But this is just more where the series as a whole kind of took a turn. Yeah. And that's The Phantom Menace. Okay. It's the start of the prequels. Yeah. And yeah. it's where things start to get a bit weird. Yep. And even the movie itself kind of takes a turn. It starts with this talk of like politics and trade negotiations and kind of jar jar. And then be it ends with this like solid ending of Maul, Jewel of the Fates. Like that's yeah. the ending is incredible. When, when I get to where I put Phenomenus, I'll, I'll talk more about the Jewel of the Fates, but it's, it is really important yeah. part of that, um, the whole yeah. saga in general. Yeah, yeah, um, cool. So you did have a different face. Look, what I was going to yeah. say is, and I did have my my second was Empire Strikes Back because, and it's not the place for it, I know, but um, if you're talking about just the twist, the twist, <laughs> the, it is one yeah. of the best top plot twists of all time history it um you think it's going one way and bang it'll snap another way and uh, you know throw you for six like it's got a lot of that in it um it does like three big twists in my eyes you've got uh luke searching for yoda you find this weird creature in the swamp and bang it's actually yoda like he's he's not he's this creepy weird character right and that's that's how we meet yoda and there's this twist he's actually the serious jedi master you've got the bespin twist where you think Lando's working with Han and Leia and bang, he's actually made a deal with the Empire and you've got that twist. And then you've got the biggest twist of all time where, yeah, people going into that cinema had no idea. Even um, Mark Hamill will tell you in an interview, like, and he found out on the day, the script was meant to be, you know, Obi-Wan killed your father, but they found out that, you know, if, you know, Vader is Luke's dad and that's one of the greatest plot twists in any movie of all time. So if you're talking about unexpected subversion of expectations, weird, weird twists, I think Empire has that. But again, I am. My vote is for Rogue One. Um, are we moving up or down, Jake, or, or we're just going completely the opposite direction? Let's go down. Let's go to Rook. Sure, sure, sure. I'm thinking Rook, then Bishop, Rook, then Bishop. Pawn, and then we'll have that final off between the King and Queen. Oh. Okay, yeah, I'll have I like that. Could be easy. <laughs> yeah, I think they're the, probably the two easiest ones, but we'll, we'll yeah. see what happens. Um, okay, so what's your Rook then, Steph? Um, so I went with Return of the Jedi. Yep. So. 
growing up, this was one of my favorites, um, especially because of the, like, the beginning of the movie. I mean, like, it's a solid film. I, it was really action packed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I re- enjoyed it because like Luke kind of showed us like what a badass he could be after all his training. Like he fights a fucking rancor, like right, in the, like right out the gate, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, without a lightsaber, without it's not an easy feat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I like I think just for me, like it was the kind of the go-to solid film that like if I felt like watching a Star Wars movie, this was the one I'd always come to. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, also a bit of trivia. The it they. So the Ewoks were originally meant to be Wookiees in this movie, but the budget ran out, so they had to make smaller costumes. <laughs> oh, okay. And there, that's cool. Yeah, I only found out this uh, we could have... the other day. I didn't even know that. That that shits me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that so could have been so much more cool. So much earlier. Yeah. Yeah, and that that would have made sense, like them oh. ripping stormtroopers apart. But yeah, look, obviously, uh, budgets were very different back then. So. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm I'm with you with Return of the Jedi. I had that as my rook as well. I think it's a really, really solid entry. It's not the best. And it's it's like splitting hairs at this point. Um, it's like picking which of your which movie's the best in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. They're all yeah. fantastic. <laughs> how, how do you split them? But um when you view, do view them as a trilogy. But yeah, uh, Return of the Jedi, like you're saying, really entertaining film from start to end. And it's got possibly one of the best my favorite moments in film. That fight between Luke and Vader, I use it all the time in my classroom for different types of teaching because it's got so so much to that scene. Yeah, like that that Luke decision, you, you're not sure which way he's going to go as well. So yeah, Return of the Jedi, really solid entry into the saga and no one can dispute it. I think it's position at Rook. Yeah, um, no, I agreed as well. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy I, I didn't, I'm not trying with this one. I went Return of the Jedi as well, just because, yeah. Nice. It is such a solid movie, and it does a great job of wrapping everything up. It's yeah. yeah. Hey, did, did you throw us off here or not? Yeah, I, I did. I went <laughs> The Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Oh. Why was that? Well, I thought my my justification is because I believe the Return of the Jedi need to go somewhere else. To be honest, okay. and I love The Empire Strikes Back. It's that straightforward, but then there's also the couple of things going on with it. But like. I just love it because it's solid. It, it was a solid movie with a lot of solid scenes. And, yep. like, The Rook is a solid piece. Like, the best duel, I reckon, um, in the original trilogy, Between which Vader. is uh, Yoda versus R2-D2. <laughs> 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 yep. <laughs> Good call. And, yeah. Yep. Oh, there's also, like, Vader being lit and stopping Han's blaster shots with the Force and yeah. all that yeah. you know, mediocre stuff and, you know, all those <laughs> massive plot lines and stuff. But, but yeah, outside of that, yeah, that, that's really it. I just, I just, I needed to put Empire Strikes back somewhere. I'm like, it felt like the Rook to me and it's just how I've made my list and I've justified it with that, with a joke, as I usually do. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And Sorry, everybody you... forgot everything else. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. keeping people listening. <laughs> Without your funnies, so we'd be nothing. <laughs> cool. Cool. Okay, so you said bishop next, Jake. What yeah. did you have there? Bishop. The bishop represents the word bishop in itself is a holy piece. One that spreads the word. And I think something that has a film that has probably the most recognizable and biggest cult following that I know of, out of all the other films. So I think you guys know who I'm speaking about and which film it is. It is The Phantom Menace <laughs> with its own bishop being Jar Jar Binks. Um, <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Phantom Menace. Uh, you, you wore a shirt, bro, and you loved it, didn't you? 
I did love Jar Jar Binks as a kid. Yeah. There you go. I mean, uh, I, I I had the Jar Jar shirt, but obviously my mum being a fashion designer, I had uh, a Qui Gon. I was a big Qui Gon Jin fan as a kid. I don't know why. Because he's so cool. As Liam Neeson. Yeah, as a kid, I was like, this guy sucks. Uh, yeah, I know he died, but I don't know. I just had a real affinity to Qui. I thought he was really cool. And it, also, I think to be fair, it was the first Star Wars toy I ever got. My mum got me a Qui Gon Jin. And I think that's probably where it stemmed now that I think about it, actually. I but, yeah. still have all my Star Wars toys. I'm like, man, yeah. we should just meet up and uh, have a day. Battle day. <laughs> Battle Play day. with dolls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll I I tell you this quick funny side story. So I had so many Obi-Wans because I, I eventually became a huge Obi-Wan fan. Still am, obviously. Glad you're I a had, Gregor fan. <laughs> yeah, well, who's not? Um, and I had so many Obi-Wans that I had to, like, when I was pulled them out of the toy box to play, I had to give them all different names. And for some reason, I called one Kurt, and I had two of the same. So I want him to have a twin brother. So for some reason, I went, oh, so his name is going to be Kurt. So I just went, Kurt, <laughs> Kurt, they're twins. And I remember my neighbor, because he was by him, telling me, you cannot call him that. That's a rude word. I'm like, this isn't rude. I've never heard this word before. What are you talking about? This is Kurt and Kurt. And I, just, I thought he was jealous that I came with this cool name. Clearly not. Yeah, so. <laughs> the, uh, so jealous. So jealous. So when we, when we play our Star Wars toys, I'll. I'll bring out curtain. Anyway. <laughs> How many times did you just say the word? It's not in the... Yeah, it's, in, it's in a completely different context. So I, okay. I think that makes it okay. Yeah, okay. Because you still yeah. said that it's a rude word. <laughs> Whatever, we have no it's fun. It's with it's two fun. U's. Um, so it's not... It was with a K. Because I just... Double changed, A. <laughs> I just changed the, the R to an N for some reason. So He's, Matt's actually saying K-U-N-K. He actually has a speech impediment. So, uh, yeah. Kunk. Look, I will, I, will, I will bleep the rest of the first one and then I'll bleep the rest of it. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. You have to yeah, bleep like a lightsaber yeah. swing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Vroom, vroom. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. Um, cool. So, Phantom Menace, good choice. Yeah, I thought it was solid for the bishop. It has a cult following, although it wasn't you know, a great film. Like I said, it had those characters, Jar Jar, Maul, um, oh my God, we do his voice, Watto. Watto, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Watto uh, had, every, yeah, had everything you wanted from like child slavery to, yeah, pod <laughs> racing. Yeah. I, like kind of connected to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Something the world can relate to. <laughs> pod racing, the world can relate. Uh, J Jeremy, what did you have? So this is where I put Revenge of the Sith, episode cool. three. Yep. Mm. Um, it's the best of the prequels, I think. Yeah. Like, I don't know if any people disagree with that. No, and it still so. has a bit of the weird writing that's plagued the prequels, but it is a big dramatic conclusion. Like it fulfills that. Probably has the best jewel in the whole series. Yeah. Yep. Mm. And yeah. it shows that like balance of the light and dark as someone falls to kind of the dark side. Yeah. Matching kind of the bishop being a piece that has both light and dark. Hundred percent. Yeah. And yeah, it's just a really solid film. Yeah. Um, Steph, do you want to have a... I think you're agreeing with Jeremy from what I... Yeah, yeah. yeah like, for, for the same reasons. Like, it was the movie... Or part of the story where, like, the dark and the light side were equalized. Yeah. Like, wipe each other out and they'd finally equalize the board. So, yeah, again, just that, that dichotomy there. I am in total agreement with Jeremy. <laughs> I am too. That's right. This is where I had... Uh, this, yeah. <laughs> it's always three on one. Yeah. This is crazy. This is where I had revenge. Of I think you're right. It's that balance of light and dark although george lucas describes being dark as an imbalance so he would tell us that we're wrong but yeah it's whatever yes 
<laughs> Shut up, George. What do you know? You just created this whole thing. and <laughs> You're just a giant nerd. <laughs> Why would we trust you? To be fair, we do love George. Just only taking the, yeah. the mickey. Um, yeah, like, like you're saying, it's this the, the dark and the light balancing. Anakin's character is in the balance. And realistically, overall, the story is about Anakin. The Skywalker saga is Anakin's... Well, if you... Let's pretend the sequels don't exist for a sec. Skywalker Saga <laughs> is Anakin's story, and he does bring balance to the Force when he destroys Sidious at the end of Return of the Jedi. So this is his turning point, but he does come back. Also, I had it as, Bishop, were you talking about this split between black and white? I think this film really divided, at the time, divided the fan base as to people who like the sequels, sorry, the prequels are awesome and the prequels are terrible. So you have to divide not only inside Anakin, but also within the fan base. So I think it's a, it just definitely has its spot here at Bishop. Um, Jake, you said back down to porn right now. Yeah, let's go to porn. Shall I? Yeah, or go ahead. No, I no. Go? Yeah. Yeah, well, this is where I put Revenge of the Sith. Okay. And I, it was more for the symbolic reasoning of what a porn is mm-hmm. and what unfortunately was uh, the Jedi Order at the end of it. And the, the pawns, they were pawns. Yeah, yeah. This, this movie really displayed them of how much the Republic had become a pawn. They were puppets of the Empire, but also the clones, I guess, if you're talking about pawns, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly right. They're clones. There's Order 66. Yeah, means to an end. How, yeah, means to an end. They're pawns. Uh, I just, like, I I love Revenge of the Sith, but I think the, the symbolic meaning behind what the word of pawn is is just displayed so well here. Yeah, that's really what I got to say. Like everything else was covered off in the last one, but yeah, it's a really strong argument you make there for the symbolism of yeah, yeah. not really its power, but um, what it stood for. Yeah, uh, you could also say here. I'm just going to help you out here. You yeah, underestimate yeah. the power of Revenge of the Sith, and you know, as yes. Anakin says in <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. So you know, there's, <laughs> exactly there's right. There's a link there. Jeremy, do you you clearly don't agree only because you've already used Reddit. Yeah. It's but where did you what sorry, what did you have for porn? So I had two here. Yep. Um originally I was doing Attack of the Clones mm-hmm. just because my board kinda of ended up being just the prequels and the OG trilogy. Yeah. And just the army of pawns kinda of makes sense with an army of clones, like represents each yeah, other yeah. well. Oh yeah. yeah. But as I thought about it more, I kind of this is where I ended up putting Rogue One. Like, okay. It is such a good movie. It felt bad to leave it out. So, but it kind of made sense, like it not being on the back row of main movies in my board, mm-hmm. and the character, the movie, are kind of pawns. They're expendable, and they die for the movie, which I put in King. So, yeah, that was my argument for Sadly, it. Yeah. I yeah. So I was thinking this: if I had to do a second for pawn, I was going to put um, Rogue One. I thought Rogue One is interesting because if you let it get to the end of the movie, it becomes what I had for King, maybe. Yeah. We'll leave that for a sec. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you leave yeah. it long enough. They're the pawns that die on the battlefield, and then if you leave it long yeah. enough, it becomes, yeah. So I thought, big one's a really good choice for, for there. Um, I had, sorry to jump in there, Steph. I had Phantom Menace. Yeah. So pawns are usually the first piece to move, and Phantom Menace is the first in the Skywalker saga. Um, it's a really underestimated movie. I think people often label it as, like, the worst of the... And the 11, I think, people might say. Uh, but I think it's extremely underestimated. It's got the whole Jar Jar thing, which can be forgiven for its amazing <laughs> end in Duel of the Fates. And what's at stake in that fight is, you know, you have the fate of not only the Force, but the fate of, of Anakin. And if 
if Qui-Gon survives that fight, the fate of the Force and the fate of the Jedi is very different because Qui-Gon could be that steady father figure that Anakin so desperately needed. Remember, he didn't have a dad, right? He grew up just his mum. And I think Maul being so clearly representative of a devil of evil and Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan looking like Jesus, right? They are so good. That duel of the fates is a really significant turning point in the Skywalker saga that, by the way, George Lucas had planned out in the 80s. I don't know if... Here's another fun fact. So Star Wars was released as Star Wars. It didn't have episode four. Empire Strikes Back was released episode five. Um, Empire Strikes Back. It wasn't episode two when it came out. It was episode five. So he had his plan ready to go from all the way back then. It was extremely well thought out. And um, it does a lot to world build. Um, the, you know, this whole Jedi Order, I think it, it, it's really good at... I know that there's some filming mistakes there, but it does a really good job at fleshing out what the Star Wars world is. And, you know, for all its Jar Jar Binks missteps, I think it can definitely be forgiven. Anyway, Steph, what did you have? <laughs> the same as you. I feel like it would have been better if I'd gone first because then you could have just fleshed out all my basic points. Sorry. But now I'm just going to say I agree with every single thing you just said. <laughs> yeah, it's just pretty hard. Pretty hard. <laughs> Act the follow after that one. Pretty not try, try not to sound retarded. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I okay, my best. The points I had. I'm just going to tell you what I had written yeah, down yeah. as my points under this. Um, it's yeah, highly underestimated because of the gun, yeah. <laughs> namely Jar Jar. <laughs> awesome Liam Neeson. Cool fight scenes. Best score with Jules. Oh, the score is incredible. That's what I had yeah, listed. I forgot the score. Sorry, you're right. <laughs> And the yeah. fight, like, who doesn't love that fight between Obi Wan and uh, you know, and um, Darth Maul and and Qui Gon? That is what. That's it. Like, because it wasn't yeah. just a straight up like hack and slash, like till someone dies. It was like, a dance. It was choreographed. It was the waiting. Yeah, the like that's it, the suspense, like the the helplessness. Yes, oh, I lo- that scene when they wait. Yeah. It's like Qui Gon yeah. goes to meditate. Obi Wan's like poised, ready to go, and. Darth yeah. prowling like a beast. It's awesome. Like it's, yeah. it's the best shit ever. Like, oh, and just like seeing Obi-Wan's face when he sees Qui-Gon die and he can't do anything about it and he's just holding his rage in and just not like he couldn't do anything. It was so hard to watch. Yeah. But it was so it's so incredible. So well choreographed. Yeah, it's it is awesome. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I mean so pause. Underestimated movie, but so fucking awesome. Yeah. hundred percent. Cool. So now we're going to jump up to, to King, which I think is the most obvious spot. I, I don't see much of wiggle room here. I'm going to throw to Steph first. What did you have there? Uh, a New Hope, yep. which I assume that most of you have. <laughs> like, it's the original. It started off the series yep. um, and the popularity, but it doesn't go too far into the story. So it's not really anyone's favorite out of all of them. So although probably the most iconic being the original, it's not the best. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty much, I think, um, what I had. I'll, I'll get into that after, perhaps. Um, Jeremy, what did you have? Um, I had Force Awakens. Oh, yeah, obviously. Oh, it's, a new <laughs> hope, it's, it's a new hope, but better. Better, yeah, even so. better. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Would you like to explain how it's better? Sorry. Just, just... Um, just better graphics, you know. <laughs> that's undeniable, yes. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> Just no, yeah. Up. Better <laughs> graphics. Better... Bro, the half the thing is like game. sand in a metal bunker. It's like pretty much the entire freaking the movie. Snowy Planet's cool. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. <laughs> but yes, no, I had a new hope. Yeah, it yeah. was obvious. There's not much to talk about. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. 
Jake, did you have um, The Last Jedi? No, I had Return of the Jedi as my king. Okay. I thoroughly agree with everybody's for New Hope, but obviously it's quite obviously where I put that. But I'll get into it. The Return of the Jedi is, again, a really great movie, but I think what represents the king is that I find A New Hope to be... it's It's too powerful of a movie and too strong to be the king, but there's also many memorable moments in Return of the Jedi. Like you said yourself, um, Jabba's, you know, palace yep. and stuff like that. Mate, it's got the king himself. Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> <laughs> He's the king. Isn't he the king piece? Reincarnated? So powerful, so influential. <laughs> Everything. But trash. Yeah, I, I mean? didn't know where you were going. You said the king piece. I thought, Vader, Luke? Which one is he talking about? No, it was Jabba. <laughs> Jabba. <laughs> he, Jabba. Is the king all right? Okay, <laughs> like, yep. well, he well, he's one of the huts, he's probably one. Was he one of the most powerful huts at the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah but a chicken in a bikini killed him. <laughs> yeah, but that shows exactly like the king. You you fuck around, you find out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's fair. so powerful, yet so very, very vulnerable. Yeah, <laughs> here's another fun fact Jabba the Hutt wasn't always a slug. Dude, in A New Hope, yeah, yeah, yeah. A New Hope, Han, this, they film a scene with Han Solo at the beginning where um, Han Solo says, Jabba, you're a wonderful human being. He's actually just a dude and they <laughs> decided to make him a weird slug thing. And you'll see in that scene where they converse, um, Han Solo steps behind him. And if you look oh, over the tail. Yeah, he like, yeah. Oh, they had to add the tail. Yeah. Yes, and it's like I've Han Solo like, glitches over him like he's like lagging out. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's really weird. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, look, you're right. I just think and you hope is a more iconic film. If you talk about the king being iconic, iconic but not the best. It's the film that needs to. It was this film that kicked everything off. Obviously, if you lose the king, your game is over. If you lose a new hope, there is no Star Wars. If a new hope fails in 1977, we don't get Star Wars. We don't get anything else. It was really influential for its time. Obviously, most movies before a new hope were talking heads. So even movies had, that had come out before it, nothing was as action-packed as Star Wars. And where they were action-packed and sci-fi, these were B-grade movies. So you'd have to go to some like art house to see these these strange films. And George Lucas kind of popularizes the science fiction film. But also, he is the first man to use no credits at the beginning of a film. A New Hope goes title crawl into action. It was the first film to ever do that. And he got fined $500,000 to do that um, because he didn't have the credits at the beginning which every other film had. So it, it's extremely iconic. It's the piece you would protect. That if you lose A New Hope, you lose Star Wars. And that's why I think it's there. Um, my second piece was Phantom Menace, strangely, for King, because if you, if you take Phantom Menace for what it is, you know you get to 1983 and you think, okay, Star Wars is done. We don't need anything more. Nothing else is coming out. Phantom Menace come out and it shows that Star Wars will never be done. So it, Especially now that Disney has <laughs> Yeah, so I was just trying to make, I was trying to find a bridge. If we all had a new hope for King, I was trying to find a bridge for something else. But yeah, a phantom. although my vote is very firmly. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to the Jedi. Thank you, Matt. Um, <laughs> uh, shall we do anything else to say? Or queen. queen? Yeah. Queen. So, Jake, I'm guessing your Queen was. No, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you do it because I'm just doing process of elimination. <laughs> Go on. My Queen be the most powerful film. Is clearly uh, 
Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Actually, Oscar uh, Isaac as Poe, yes. You uh, <laughs> would have been in here for him. It's a shame they didn't do more with him. Yeah. I know. He should have a standalone movie. Yeah. I, I liked Phasma. Yeah. I'll. I'll, I'll Oh, they oh, wasted yeah. her. Oh. Yeah, that she was had, so like, sad. I think it's total seven minutes of screen time across two. Like, oh. I was really like, I'm like, oh, she's going to be like awesome. And then the most awesome person was um, Trader Guy. Yes. With, um, <laughs> Wasn't that right Daniel Batten. Craig? Like, there, there was a rumor that that was Daniel oh. Craig that played that, that guy. I thought Daniel Craig was the guy who got mind tricked. Oh, but I yeah, know. I don't know. There's a rumor about. It. Yeah, look, Phasma was Disney's way to sell. Oh, they did her dirty though. Yeah. Really did her dirty. Yeah, it's a really unfortunate because Gwendolyn Christie, fantastic actress. Yeah. She would have killed the role if they given her more to do. But I'm have you seen this yeah. little scene with her? No. no. It's like a, yeah, I think it's in. Oh, I can't remember which one, but yeah, it's like a scene of her destroying a bunch of like. Troopers as they like turn on her, and she just like oh, annihilates them all. Show us that. Show us that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, like it's like semi rendered. You can like see it online, but okay. I don't know why it wasn't included. Sounds like we need some extended editions. Because yeah. Like, yeah, they put her in this position as this like unit, and then she does nothing. Just waiting for him. Like, oh my god, here we go, fight. Uh, and yeah, she falls off the thing. Yeah, like, I'm just like, bruh. Totally wasted. Yeah. Yeah. Rip. And that's why this movie. Uh, like will I, never I be would have preferred, <laughs> I would have preferred a fight scene with her, like a proper flushed out one, over um, the when Ren and Ray fight the guards or whatever they are. Praetorian guards. Yeah, yeah, Praetorian guards. Like, uh, um, there's. I'm. I'm gonna try and hold myself back talking about last year. <laughs> okay. but anyway, so yeah, I went with the Queen and you Hope. Um, such so many strong scenes, like you know the Death Star. Blowing up, older on. Yeah, uh, you're right. Uh, you're right. The cantina music first appears. Mm, <laughs> iconic. Yep. Uh, I have a death sentence in twelve systems. <laughs> My friend here doesn't like you. I don't like you either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Vader, Vader first choking someone. Yeah. 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 Like, there's, and of there's course a lot the uh, the oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Tuscan Raiders. Tuscan Raiders, mate. Yeah, how have we not done Watto or Jabba the Hutt impression, but we've gone straight for I them. think we should. Do we save them for the characters episode, or do we oh. do them for this one? Oh, no, yeah, we'll save them for characters. You're yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you filled that quota now. <laughs> well done, well done. You get a take. Yeah, New, New Hope there for Queen. Um, I, I don't think I'd really need to ask you guys, because, I, I, again, process of elimination. Yeah. Jeremy, Steph. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with Steph. What did you have? Uh, yeah, Empire Strikes Back. Um, yeah, because yeah, like you had like like you were saying like right at the top of the episode, like it had all the big reveals, so it was yeah. kind of like doing a lot of the heavy lifting for that um, original trilogy, um, and like arguably made Star Wars the popular um, series that it ended up being. Like it was, you know, it started as a space western, but you, you got that added drama as well and it just became so much more in that in that movie. So yeah, I'm not sure how many of you agree with me. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, yeah. Empress Strikes Back. It is like the best film in the series. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. just the way that it ends with the villains winning as well, pretty much. Like 
Yeah. Yeah. Was great. And Solo's stuck in carbonite. The hero's yeah. fleeing. Like huge cliffhanger. It's just yeah. yeah. Luke's lost his hand. He's he's not as strong as Vader. He won't yeah. be able to beat him because he didn't complete his training. Like yeah. there's a lot to it. Yeah. Like how um, many how many years was it between that coming out and Return of the Jedi? Like people had to wait three. Yeah, three like people had to wait yeah. three years to find out what was going to happen after everyone looked like they were in like the worst shit they could get into. Yeah. We had to wait thirty nine years for another film to do the same thing to us, yeah. which was <laughs> Infinity War left the villain in charge. Like Infinity yeah. War, I think mirrors Empire well because Thanos wins and you feel hopeless for the heroes, and I think that's. You know, Infinity War wouldn't be possible without Empire Strikes Back. There is, the villains take a decisive victory, and you know the heroes are, are hopeless there. So, oh, it's yeah. it's really good. Mm. It's it's obviously my queen as well. There is no, I don't think you can really dispute it. It's so versatile as well. There are, um, the film takes you to so many different locations. You meet so many new, different characters that all have purpose, all have meaning, and you know the the film itself. You know, if you're looking at an arc for a character, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, he his arc is is incredible. So, yeah, it, it's got to be. It could only have been Empire Strikes Back. So, um, I guess that we're kind of wrapped up for the board, and we have lots of agreement all across the board. Yeah. Do we, well, do we want to recap then? Even though I think yeah, it was I, kind of I a did an honorable mention as well because I didn't put Attack of the Clones in mine. Mm. Yeah, and that's I, I feel sad because I really do love Attack of the Clones. I think it's Attack of the Clones. I think was just. Like it did, it did go through things with the clones and all that sort of stuff. That sort of that delving into the conspiracy there, and the you know that slight or uh, slight level of susness, but um, like, but it also had like you know, finally people people waited how long to see Yoda fight? Yeah, yeah, that's very true. People waited how long? Yeah, and they showed the idea that Jedi's can turn to the dark side now. Yeah, force yeah. Them, Anakin's turn. So yeah, and, it's uh, great. They had obviously Mace Windu versus Jango Fett's neck. Um, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't <laughs> much of a competition. I know. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, like he pretty much, like I, I reckon he should have should have gone a little bit longer. <laughs> I get that Mace Windu's, you know, you know the goat, but still, come on. It was heartbreaking though that scene where Boba finds his dad's head <laughs> just holding yeah. against his forehead. That was so sad. Um, yeah, real, really heartfelt moment of that movie as well. It's great. Tony's oh, yeah, real bad. At... He's a clone. That's right. Yeah, but he raised him as his son. <laughs> yeah, he well, as as to quote Yondu, but... he may have been his. He may not have been his father, but he was his daddy. No, that's the wrong. <laughs> that quote. was the wrong quote. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But um, yeah, I get, get what you mean. But yeah, yeah well, like, I thought instead of doing honourable mentions, because I thought, you know, we, we obviously know we would have included them because it's so little films. I thought, there's this, have you guys heard of this, this theory that all the Star Wars movies are titled wrong? Yes, I have. And I fully ah. agree. No, I have not heard this. Okay. So this, the theory goes that all the Star Wars movies, all nine of them in the main series, so we're not including Rogue One or Solo, they're titled appropriately. But every other Star Wars film is, is titled wrong. And I'll, I'll explain what that is. So in episode one, um, you get you meet Anakin. You start the St- Skywalker saga. So that one should be titled "The Rise of Skywalker." Mm. We we take the nine and put it at one. Um, you know. So then um, years later, we find out that Palpatine leads uh, the Sith, and he has an or- order of uh, sorry, he's ordered an army uh, to destroy the Jedi. This should have been called "Revenge of the Sith." Number two, you know, he, the Sith get its revenge. 
in the third episode, in Revenge of the Sith, Order 66 is when the clones attack. Should have been called Attack of the Clones. I mean, uh, right? So I was about to see how this falls into place. And then so we, yeah. then we go to uh, episode four. We have, you know, Obi-Wan comes out of hiding um, to train Luke. Return of the Jedi. The Jedi are making a comeback. Um, <laughs> in episode five, you've then got um, Luke starts to tap into his ability to use and control the Force. The Force Awakens. It's really interesting that this has come out. Um, and then in episode six, you have Yoda and Darth Vader, so Anakin, they die, leaving Luke the last Jedi. Uh, and then, yeah, so I mean, it's, it's really fun. But then we get, you know, episode seven, we have this new empire on the rise, which the empire strikes back. Uh, then you have obviously Luke and Ray and their training. Um, and, you know, the resistance seems hopeless, but, you know, Ray is there and that should be a new hope. She gives them new hope. And then obviously the last one, Palpatine returns from the dead. He is the Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a really cool theory. I really like the idea that. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, you, that, that's totally right. I, yeah. <laughs> they, they all look so accurate. Yeah. It's uh. a really fun theory. Um, Cool. So I'll recap what we had and see if anyone is really against what was said. So for King there, we had Return of the Jedi and only Jake disagreed. Sorry, no. A New Hope. Jake disagreed yeah. with Return of the Jedi. No, you said it too late. <laughs> no, oh, no, Jake was oh, right. Trapped us. <laughs> so yeah, I think... He Jedi mind tricked you. <laughs> got me. I just wrote down his thing and I was just reading what I'd written for the differences. So yes, uh, I think A New Hope, there was three votes there. And I don't think Jeremy or Steph... I don't, I think you're pretty happy with, with that there. Yeah. yeah. Um, for Queen, um, we all, apart from Jake, put Empire Strikes Back. I think I'll be, be happy yep. to keep that there, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bishop was, again, <laughs> Jake, you were the odd one out here. Sorry. <laughs> I think, Jake, you were just slightly off with all of them, and that threw your whole thing. <laughs> I, I was trying to be... It yeah, okay. like I tried to take on that role. No, you knew. Okay, so we would have ha- all had the same movie. Yeah. That's why Jake I is helping. At the, at the yeah. end, I don't really yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> wherever anything goes, as long as they're all in there and uh, none of the new ones are in there. Yeah, so... Okay, so you still had a mission to keep yeah. the new ones out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm with you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so we had, obviously, Revenge of the Sith there. Bishop, uh, the Knight. Really cool that it was Rogue One. I think it definitely deserves a spot in the back line. I know you're saying Jeremy front line, um, but I think I think it definitely deserves a spot in the back line. It's a really good film. Um, the Rook there being Return of the Jedi, obviously a really strong film. And then the Pawns is interesting because we had a little bit of a split here. Jeremy, you had Attack of the Clones and Rogue One. And uh, Jake, you had Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Now, unless either of you want to gang up with each other just for it. Just for the drama of it. But I, I think otherwise Phantom Menace doesn't make the board. And I think I think Phantom Aww. Menace probably definitely deserves to make the board. More so than Attack of the Clones. That's, yeah, I think that would be a yeah. huge loss. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I agree. I much prefer Phantom Menace to Attack of the Clones. So. Yeah, fair. Yeah. So, th- I mean, that's the board. I think it's a, it, it was pretty solid. I think we discussed this the other day off camera. I thought that it was just going to be pretty much a straight shot for these films because there's they are so entrenched in the ideas of what they are that I, I didn't think there was much wriggle room, which is cool. Some- uh, and I didn't trust you. I, I was totally like, nah, we're going to be all over the place because everyone's got yeah. different favorites. But no, you were Steph, right. You and I were in a step the whole time. We are both six from six from this for this episode. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Can I tell you that? Like, I was very influenced by Rowan. <laughs> so a lot of a lot of his voice is coming through today but i I did agree but yeah yeah um i mean yeah i think you could maybe move one or two pieces slightly but i think this was a nice gentle agreeable episode where we didn't have (laughs) disagreements which is cool it makes a nice change yeah good change of pace (laughs) so steph did you have Mm. a plug you wanted to run um (laughs) i do (laughs) <laughs> and now he's watching me deliver this plug. <laughs> if you want to watch a bunch of nutbags die horribly over and over again as they play popular horror video games, then you should definitely search Roro Plays. Come and watch Unknown Wog, Bonza, and myself get slaughtered time and again as we just laugh our nuts off. Yep. And we just do it that way from now on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, every you time. always be sitting next to you. Yeah, so I'm just going to yeah. call Paul to plug himself. Um, yes, that's a good idea. Perfect. Yeah. Can I do a plug? You can also do a yeah. plug. Yes, of course. All right. Uh, come down to Mosespa and visit Waterhouse Junk Shop. <laughs> we got everything you need from people to uh, <laughs> people. whatever Qui Gon G was trying to buy, <laughs> but hey. That's okay, that's it. <laughs> that's good. Wait, wait. Okay, we have one more plug. Hang on. Yeah. High quality hand painted miniature dioramas by Matt's Miniatures. You will never find anything with higher quality paint jobs. All your favorite fandoms from Marvel to Star Wars. Check them out at Matt's Miniatures Facebook. Wow, thanks. Shout out to one of those junkyards we also have paint. <laughs> and we have small stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, I, I just like the fact that you said whatever Qui Gon Jin was trying, trying to buy. Like that's I wasn't trying to buy a that thing, you know. Hyperdrive. I can't remember what it was. Hyperdrive for the ship. Yeah. Oh. No hyperdrive. I was, I was thinking off my. I was just going off my brain. I couldn't have. Didn't have time to think hard. <laughs> you we got hyperdrives. Yes. Uh, May the force be with you. I'm sorry this yeah. episode didn't come out for May the 4th. We're a bit late. <laughs> yes, that is a that is a shame. We just kind of uh, missed kind of what we alluded to a little bit before in the episode. Uh, obviously, we have a Facebook page that we upload our the links to the episodes on. I know Spotify is very – I keep saying this every week, but Spotify is very hard to kind of find where you need to comment on. Um, and we have one comment on Spotify so far, and it's just uh, a kid from school calling me a schmuck. So, I mean <laughs> – Ooh. Yeah, I know it's great. Uh, uh, if we, <laughs> if we more of that, please, like, please get community <laughs> engagement. Um, yeah, if you want to jump onto to Facebook and tell us if you agree with our list or if you think things should have changed, if you really feel strongly that sequels should have been included somewhere here, um, keep that to yourself. No, I'm joking. Um, obviously, obviously, tell us. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, engagement and sharing and and liking and following along. Um, particularly on Spotify, if you can hit that follow button or leave us a review wherever you listen. That obviously uh, helps us a great deal. But unfortunately, it's Checkmate on another episode of As Chess. Uh, to tell us chess the way you think it should be, obviously, please um, you know, find us on Facebook at As Chess. And we look forward to seeing you, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say your rookies uh, next time as we discuss <laughs> something else as chess. Bye, rookies. Adios.